Liverpool Manchester City 1-1 draw. As I predicted in my latest video about Liverpool, this match either gonna end with a 1-1 draw, with both sides being afraid to go forward towards the end, either it will end up with both teams going all in, doesn't matter what score will say, let's just go and fucking score and win this one by scoring 5, 3, 6, whatever it might be, goals. But if you watched any other Premier League feature between both of those sides in the previous years, you would know that the first match will probably be much more defensive, with both sides understanding that every single point is a trade. Every single point is must-have because it's the beginning of the season and who knows what will happen towards the end. And that's what's exactly happened towards the end, but surprisingly, at the beginning it was a rock and roll game by both sides. First 5-10 minutes were incredible bullied by Liverpool. They were going all in, they were breaking Manchester City defense, the midfield was absolutely useless. Then after a couple of minutes, Manchester City paid back with another dangerous moments from them. And this was a story from both sides in the first 25 minutes. And the first goal came in after like 10-11 minutes. Another great pass to Mane, he's in the box, he goes down, it's a penalty. Mo Salah steps in, scores as calmly as he possibly can. Edison gets the right corner, but he was too late, barely jumped. No chance in hell for Edison to save the ball. Once, once again, as I said, after this equal game, both sides had their moments. None of them executed them. So nobody scored until the 33rd minute where individual brilliancy actually came in rather than some genius tactical decision by Manchester City. It was a great pass to Gabriel Jesus and his incredible decision to turn around while Trent was on him, turn around and shoot immediately. Because of his decision, Trent was left in the mud, couldn't do anything, couldn't cooperate, couldn't continue the battle to stop him. Joe Gomez was too late and Allison was a little bit too late to come out of the goal. Nobody expected this decision from Gabriel Jesus. And even though I didn't rate the guy a couple seasons ago, I was saying that he was a little bit overrated. He has a potential, but he is far from... Aguero level, far from any other striker in the top six side. He's proving year by year that he's getting there. He's still not far, not, not as close to be a deadly striker or creative striker, but he is very close to becoming one. And this decision making is something that you should all be afraid of. Creative striker, always a danger in the box. But that wasn't it. At the end of the first half, 38 minutes, uh, if I remember correctly, Kevin De Bruyne passes the ball. It's a cross right into the Liverpool box. And Joe Gomez tries to stop the ball, but the ball hits his arm. And once again, it's a penalty. A lot of Liverpool supporters 
claim that it's not a penalty. A lot of Manchester City fans said it's 100% a pen, and it's tough from one angle to say exactly was it a pen or was not a pen, but in my opinion, it is a penalty. We've seen it a lot in this season, last season, similar moments being um, already happened, and it's been a penalty like 80% out of 100, if not more. That's a stat from my head, but let's be honest, if you've seen this type of situation, Bundesliga, Syria, or any other league, is probably a penalty. And as we all know, Manchester City didn't have a greatest track record with scoring a penalties last season, but after Kevin De Bruyne found the scourge inside of him, he stepped up, he scores every single time. The last time he missed was like 2018 or something. And even though I love Ali, his track record with seven penalties is not the best. It's around like 50-50, 40-60, he won't save. The best example is, for me, Copa America 2018, where he couldn't save a single penalty, if I remember correctly, or maybe one. But lately, he saved a couple pens, which made me feel a little bit more confident. But surprisingly enough, Kevin De Bruyne missed. It was a bad penalty. Somebody will blame the rain, but come on, it's England. They playing with the rain like several times a month, and it's not a surprise for anybody that ah oh, shit, it's raining once again. I would say that it was a poor, poor form from Kevin De Bruyne in this match. Even with this poor form, don't get me wrong. He made some incredible decisions, but with those incredible decisions, there also were moments where he needed to carry the team by himself, when it wasn't the case particularly. I don't know, maybe it was something in his mind without David Silva around him, without Fernandinho, that he is the only creative midfielder, he is the only midfielder that actually can do everything. And because of this, and once again some weird tactical decisions by Pep Guardiola, we've seen a lot of bad passes, a lot of bad decisions by Kevin De Bruyne, and that's why I think he couldn't really say he had a great game, had a good game overall. I think he should be a little bit disappointed with his performance. So as Liverpool or Manchester City towards the end, the whole second half, apart from first 5-10 minutes, was really boring. And if you decided to tune out of this game and watch something else, I totally understand you. Because both teams were not only afraid, but also very tired. And it was clear to see. With this COVID-19 new era of football and new era of life, footballers barely have any time to go back have some relaxation day, and then come back to training, fresh and ready to go forward. Right now, it's game after game after game, with barely any time to training and barely any time for relaxation. You know, you don't have enough time to actually be in top form. And that's why Trent Alexander, unfortunately, was injured in around 65th minute. He was substituted for James Milner, who played well, you know, don't get me wrong, he played one of the best games in Liverpool shirt for 
quite some time, it was a great performance, bullying Sterling, bullying some other Manchester City players, very calm, very great decision making, but this is a point that I've been trying to make for quite some time. Teams in Serie A, big clubs, Inter, Atalanta are all willing to boycott this international break and UEFA said that it's your decision whether you want to give those players to international squads or not and I think it would be the best decision for every single team just to say no we won't give you those players they are not fucking robots they are not slaves they don't need to perform every single week and in their respectful leagues and Champions League Europa League if they are playing there and then perform for two weeks for three weeks and three games like it's three days before the game and then another game and then another game and then coming back to your league and the Champions League straight away and going once again all in it's just impossible to maintain the any physical uh, attributes of the player and um, the fact that we are still going with this international break is just mind-blowing and Trent Alexander-Arnold wasn't the only one who suffered an injury it was Ansu Fati in the Spanish league La Liga it was Kimmich who was injured in Bundesliga and he will miss for around three months it's nearly official now uh, same goes for Ansu Fati because he's gonna go to the for the surgery he's gonna miss around two months at worst and who knows there's still no information about Trent Alexander-Arnold how long will him miss even though he hadn't the hadn't had the greatest game he was he was all right and uh, even though Milner stepped in well when it comes to defense when it came to attack oh no 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 there was barely any creativity and the second half was mostly Manchester City but they didn't attack enough as well it was the game of both teams were very tired and to some extent afraid of going forward because for Manchester City one point at home maybe not good enough if you want to challenge for the league title you want to beat champions in your own stadium but at the same time remembering how poor they started the season a draw against Liverpool isn't as bad same goes for Liverpool you had some awful results like Aston Villa game. You had an incredible awful track record with injuries. And getting one point away from Manchester City is a great result. And even though it's a great result, it wasn't a great game towards the end. And uh, as I said, any team could have won because even with this awful second half, both teams created some moments. Liverpool had one or two moments from the second half. Manchester City had two slash three moments in the whole second half. Uh, Manchester City had the ball for the entirety of the second half. They were dominating when it comes to possession. But with this possession, nothing creative, nothing really dangerous came out apart from some shots that could have ended up as a goal, but it wasn't meant to be. So overall, incredible first half from both sides, awful second half from both sides, and uh, yeah, from now on, it's going to be very interesting how the next games will come uh, come up with, especially Liverpool. 
having another injury and playing Neko Williams or James Milner in this position. It will be interesting if Trent Alexander-Allo will be back in a couple of weeks. Or will it take a little bit more for around a month or so to come back to the first squad? Uh, I guess I could come up with some something else to say. I would, I would say that Jota, if we're going to talk about personal players, you know, personally, I would assume that Jota played pretty poor today. I guess the main reason why it was the fact that it's a very big game, the biggest game in the season in the Premier League, if we're being honest, when it's, you know, comes to media, oh, it's a title decider game. And he didn't play well, but plus it's the fact that Firmino played and he didn't play well as well. Let's be honest, he played relatively nice when it comes to passing from time to time. But once again, shooting or creating moments, dreadful. Everybody remembers that moment in the first half when he he should have shot or, you know, passed to somebody, but instead he fell down right on the ball. Yeah, not a greatest look for Firmino when it comes to, once again, being a striker. Jota had a pretty poor game. Uh, Shakiri had come out as a substitution in the second half instead of Firmino in the like, 70th minute or something like this. was dreadful. And just when I praise somebody, like saying that, oh, Origi was relatively well, he plays like shit for the next couple of games. Oh, just when I said that Shakiri played relatively well, actually was very good in the last Champions League game that he played, he definitely gonna take the spot and he will play more and more, maybe in the Premier League. He plays like absolute shit. Everybody remembers the last moment of the game where we had an opportunity to create something with a set piece and he just fucking, he just fucked it, let's be honest. And there was a story of Shakir in this game, playing a bad pass after a bad pass, then something good and then something bad once again for a couple of times. If we're talking good players, I would say that Robertson played uh, relatively well. I would say that Mane and Salah had some very good it had a pretty good game. Uh, both of them kind of disappeared towards the end. But it was obvious with the fact that how much they need to run. And how long this game, you know, took away from your energy. Because it's a very aggressive game when it comes to pressing, when it comes to running. And I didn't expect them to have a lot of energy towards the end. So it was understandable that they disappeared. And our midfield was was fine. We're definitely missing Thiago, this creative midfielder who would be able to break any defense and would be a leader in a not like Henderson way, but in a way of taking control of the ball and creating something by himself. It's a shame we're still yet to see this magic from Thiago, but let's just wait and see. Overall, as I said, great first half, dreadful second for both teams. Hope to see more from Liverpool in the future. Can't wait for another Atlanta game and then Premier League once again when it come back. Around 25th of uh, November will be the game against Atalanta. I'll definitely going to make a coverage of this. And you just wait and see. The next video will be Arsenal, Aston Villa, 3-0 to, uh, to Aston Villa. That's going to be an interesting one as well. So once again, thank you for listening and hear you soon.